How sweet it is to be one and two. Everybody, yeah. How sweet it is to be one and two. I want to stop and thank you, Dogtown. I just want to stop and thank you, dudes. How sweet it is to be one and two. Yeah, just how sweet it is to be one and two. Abundance of caution. This is abundance of caution. It's abundance of caution. What abundance of caution? What do we do? In WAF, we talk in WAF at abundance of caution. It's a fantasy league. We talk football with 14 dudes at in WAF for abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. It's an abundance of caution. Fantasy Football with Will. Welcome. Welcome, boys and girls. I always say girls. I know no girls are listening. The microwave is going off. I am busy. My name is Will. I'm here with Pearl. Hi, Pearl. Okay. And this is Abundance of Caution. I am your host, Will Hendricks. It's the week three review. And there's seven of us living the life at one and two this week. Seven of us. But boy, does it feel sweet for some of us. Maybe not so good for others of us. But that's okay. It happens. Oh, man. Life after a win in fantasy. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Anyway, it is lunchtime. It's the lunch hour. It's a Tuesday. My day off. We're here to talk. Week three reviews. Look at what happened in the NWAF. See where people went wrong. See where people went right. I may have to take a break uh, because I do have the pasta going on the stovetop as we sit here. Pearl's about to eat her lunch and then take a nap. Probably could have waited until the nap before I did this, but I was too excited. I want to get my sing on, get my song on, and here we are. So let me go to the show. Um, As always, we're going to count down from the worst team... To the best team. And look at the matchups. It was a battle at the bottom. It was a pillow fight. Uh, man, was it exciting though. Daniel Carlson. You knew he was going to come through 12 points. Daniel Carlson. All he does is kick points. Does that, does that make sense? All he does is kick field goals. Daniel, Daniel Carlson. 12 points this week. He, I mean, he. I think he's rolling. He's got 10, 14, and 12. He's basically a running back two at this point. I love the kicker. I told you last week it was a good pickup for Poe. Daniel Carlson, I thought about picking him up, but I don't pick up kickers before Sunday hits. Um, So Poe beat me there. The number 14 team in this week's rankings, the only 
winless team remaining. They fall back a few slots after a rough, 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 rough week three. The Mulberry Mountain Moon... What the fuck is her name? Mulberry Mountain Moonshiners. It's difficult. It's a difficult one. Oh, boy. If only they would have known to start Stan Darnold over... Yep, over Russ Wilson. <laughs> I know. That's silly, right? You're not going to start... Yeah. No, you're not going to start Sam Darnold over Russ Wilson. Of course not. Man, I tell you, yeah, if Moonshiners can get some help with for Mike Williams, they're going to... They're gonna, I know. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, I'm getting there. Mike Williams is a beast. He's a beast. And they told us this preseason, but nobody listened except the Moonshiners. But I think the Moonshiners got... Mike Williams late. Yeah, so all the fantasy prognosticators. No, I'm getting to that too. So the OC for the Chargers now came over from the Saints. And he... T- right. And he warned us that he wanted Mike Williams to be the Mike Thomas of the Chargers. Basically the same role. Well, if you know anything about Mike Thomas with the Saints, outside of the fact that he quit playing once he got his contract... Uh, before that, he broke the NFL record for most receptions in a year. So Mike Williams, I think, is going to be a top 10 wide receiver all year long. He's going to create problems uh, for Moonshiner opponents. So he gives the opportunity, along with the Moonshiner's other receivers of D-Hop and Julio, to perhaps start getting in the win column. But they're 0-3 now. Uh, makes for a tough, tough path to the playoffs. But again, like I always state, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So you just got to be patient. At some point, JT and the Colts, you, you think they're going to wake up. It hasn't happened yet. JT um, has been a bust. It's, it's been trouble. Um, he was one of the guys I was looking at there at the four spot. So far, 11.6 in week one was a fine week, but uh, 5.3 in week two, 7.2 in week three. That's not what you want to see from your number five pick, I think, is number five. Uh, so Russ Wilson had a down game, only 16 points. Um, Michael Carter, oh man, the Jets. I had mentioned preseason that I was no longer afraid to take Jets offensive players. You got rid of the entire Adam Gay staff. You think things are going to be on the up and up, but boy, do they suck bad. They do not have an offensive identity. It's pretty rough right now. They got shut out by the Broncos. Michael Carter uh, with Tevin Campbell not playing, only got 2.9 points. That's not good. That's just your shoe. That's what shoes do. Do you want it off? I'll take it off. Uh, D-Hop. Arizona scored 31 points, and D-Hop has 21 yards receiving. That's tough. Julio. Julio! 4.7 points. Uh, Gronk. You knew this was going to happen. We all knew it was going to happen, but you can't not start him. He got plenty of targets there close to the end zone, but he didn't get a touchdown this time. Looked like he got his ribs broken, but he's okay. Uh, 5.5 points. T-Bass! Great kicker. Just a phenomenal kicker. 13 points. Actually outscored Carlson. Um, and then the Washington football team just did you no favors. But against the Bills, that's, that's a excuse me, difficult start. Zero points. Really, that's probably what lost the game for him. I, and as everybody noted, this game was 78.222. 78.22. I don't recall the last time we've had a tie. I don't know if we've had a tie in decimal scoring. Tying used to be a little bit easier before the decimal life. With the decimal life, it's near damn impossible. But we were real close. Uh, we were real close. Came down to overtime. Daniel Carlson kicks a field goal. I mean, that's my type of matchup. Now, of course, you'd prefer the score be 98.22 to 98.22. 
78.22, not near sexy. It's like in March Madness when everybody's going goo-goo for Gaga and they're like, oh, what a game. But it's like 58 to 58 because both teams have turned it over 20 times. They fouled 40 times each and they can't make any field goals. That was kind of what this matchup was. Uh, just two bad teams duking it out, trying not to be winless anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're winless. Uh, Mulberry and Sin City has a win now. But that does lead us to the next team. Number 13, I'm giving to the Sin City Silence. Please hold as I do my pasta for being patient with me. Uh, number 13 team, they got the win, one and two. Feels good to be one and two instead of 0 and three. Uh, 81.22 points or wide receivers. Didn't do a lot. 16 points. Well, we'll give them, I'll give them an extra point. 17 points. Calvin Ridley, no touchdown, 61 yards. Uh, Scary Terry, no touchdown, 62 yards. Tyreek Hill, two bad weeks in a row. Not what you want from your number one pick there. Had a fumble, 60, uh, 56 receiving yards, 11 rushing yards for 4.7 points. The uh, the Chiefs are struggling right now. No doubt that they're going to come out of it. But, man, they should be an 0-3. They should be an 0-3 squad, kind of like Sin City, but they're not. Uh, Javante had a fumble on the one-yard line. Could have helped this win not be as dramatic. Uh, only 29 rushing yards. I tell you, Melvin Gordon looks good through three weeks. I know they're wanting Javante to be the dude, but Melvin's just not going to give up his slot. Uh, Sonny Michelle, uh, without Henderson, got all the carries, got all the work. Didn't do a lot with it, but he scored 7.9 points, which is great uh, for you to have um, there. Kirk Cousins, man, just rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling, he looks good. 323, three passing touchdowns, two rushing yards. How do you like that? Well, Poe likes it a lot. Good job for Sin City. That's what you like to see. Uh, Will Fuller came back, didn't do much, had a two-point conversion, uh, 20 receiving yards, but that should be helpful down the line uh, for Poe's wide receiver core. Um, Not much to talk about on the bench there. Gio Bernard finally did something, uh, 51 receiving yards with the touchdown. Um, Ayuk, Ayuk starting to get his work. He may not be in the doghouse anymore. If he's not going to be in the doghouse, that should be an auto start, you would think, for the silence. And again, that's what the scary part was for the silence at the beginning of the season. Uh, when you look at Tyreek, Scary Terry, Calvin Ridley, and Ayuk. Uh, but right now, those four have not quite put it together. But who knows? We'll see. One and two, good to go. Ayuk had fit 10 and a half points, eight rushing yards, 37 receiving yards, uh, and a touchdown. Uh, the pickup of Winston, I'm, I'm guessing another sub 200-yard passing game for Winston. And they scored 28 points. Okay, 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 okay. But 128 passing yards. One of his touchdowns was a fluke touchdown. He just threw it up for grabs. And uh, my boy Callaway, Callaway, uh, was able to catch it in the end zone. Um, when I saw the uh, chat saying, oh, my God, what a catch by Callaway. And once I finally got to – I was pretty depressed at that time because obviously I dropped Callaway. Um, but once I saw the play and the miracle, it Callaway still – I don't need Callaway on the squad, I don't think. But we'll see. Uh, two pass touchdowns, 128 passing yards, man. The Saints are a struggle, 13.52 points. Um, but, you know, good for the silence to get that win. Hold on. Let's get you some pasta. It's too hot. I think it's too hot still. It's too hot still. I think it's too hot. got to give it. Let me go through the Brownies, because they are our third worst team in NYF right now. Once we get through the Brownies, I think we'll be able to speed it up. You can get some of this pasta. We can get going. Uh, brownies, uh, another loss, uh, one and two, fall to one and two. So not the cool kind of one and two. 
as soon as I find uh, here they are. They did score 88 points. That's okay. Uh, it's not great, but it's okay. Uh, they lost to the undefeated Chattanooga Chub Toads. Couldn't keep up with them. 88 points overall. Lamar Jackson um, had a decent game, but I, I think anybody who had a Ravens starting against the Lions, you certainly thought outside of fucking Justin Tucker uh, that uh, they were going to score more than 19 points. Uh, J-Rob, my boy J-Rob, slowly but surely. You know, actually, I don't even think it's slowly but surely. J-Rob's the dude right now. I, didn't, I, I don't know what the hell they were doing on week one. I don't know what the problem was. I don't know if Urban Meyer just didn't know J-Rob from last year. J-Rob had a great game. 88 rushing yards, a touchdown, 46 receiving yards. That's 130 yards, maybe 140 if I understood math at all. Um, 19.4 points. That's my boy. That's my boy. Good to see. Trey Sermon uh, had a rushing touchdown, 31 rushing yards after that uh, concussion last week. I didn't know he was going to play. 9.4 points. Robbie Anderson, yikes. Eight receiving yards, yikes. A-Rob, yikes. That Bears offense, they need to fire Matt Nagy. Fire him. Stop it. Stop the insanity. He is awful. He is trash. Don't break Justin Fields before the next coach gets the chance. And Matt Nagy is going to do that if they continue to let him coach the entire season. Don't. Uh, A-Rob's been awful through three games. Uh, 2.7 points. Advante Adams, boss. A beast. A beast. 132 receiving yards. I think he had 13 catches. He looked like he got knocked silly, knocked unconscious. They tried to tell us there was a concussion test. There was no concussion test. Let's let's be real there. Uh, 19.2 points. Tyler Boyd came in with, uh, I think T. Higgins was injured. He had a touchdown catch. Not much else. 36 receiving yards for 9.6 points. Matt Prater. God bless him. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, get, let, let Prater provide a uh, given attempt for a 68-yard field goal. Uh, maybe maybe Prater hit 70-yarders in practice, and, and you know that gave Kingsbury the confidence. Please hold. i got to feed my baby pasta here. There you go. Pasta. Pasta. Uh, and uh, that didn't work out. Jags got a touchdown out of that. Uh, Buccaneers defense. Man, he starts. So uh, the the Brownies have now started the Bucks defense versus the Rams offense and the Cowboys offense. That's a it's a bold strategy, Cotton. It does not pay off. Uh, the Bucks had one point. Uh, they got demolished. Four hundred seven yards, thirty four points given up. Yeah, it's not a good start. Um, who was his other defense? The Titans didn't do much else either. Uh, three points. Man, Peyton Barber over there on the bench. Twenty point two points. I mean, obviously that's a tough start. Uh, going into the game, 111 rushing yards, 31 receiving yards. That's a great game, plus a touchdown, 20.2 points. Uh, Trey Lance is probably be droppable at this point. Uh, Jacques Patrick, zero, didn't do anything. Jay Patterson, I don't know him. He had zero points. Carlos Hyde, 4.4. Uh, e. Moore, anybody on the Jets, no good, 2.2 points. Uh, so, if, you know, 88.38 points. Uh, the Brownies are one and two. Uh, that leads to me. How sweet it is to be one and two. I move up from the worst team in the league to 11th. Uh, I had a 100-point week. And look, folks. It, uh, hold on. i got to give the uh, the girl more pasta. There you go. There's some spinach. Some spinach and some pasta. Let it cool down a little bit. Let it cool down. It's probably hot. Let it cool down. Uh... It could have been more. Uh, the Cowboys demolishing the Eagles. It's such a beautiful thing to watch. And boy, did they leave some points on the board, even though they put up 41. Um, but C.D. Lamb got tackled inside the one-yard line. Uh, that would have been a double-dip Dak to C.D. Lamb. And then we all saw Dak to Zeke inside the one-yard line. Double-dip there. Um, Dak then tried to quarterback sneak it, got stuffed. 
so uh, I mean, I, I left I left a lot of points out there, but I it was a good week for me. I'm not going to complain about 100 points. I, I sat with the Cardinals after last week's debacle. They were playing the Jags. They scored 18 points. They had a defensive touchdown, two interceptions, two de- uh, defensive fumble recoveries, three sacks. Uh, so a great game, 18 points, much needed after my first two one-pointer uh, games for my defense. Dak had a good game, but only 20 points, had three pa- passing touchdowns, had a fumble. Um, Zeke had a great game, 23.6. That's what you want to see from your number four pick. 95 rushing yards, 21 receiving yards. Oh, boy. Uh, my number two running back, again, the Jets, broken record here. 17 rushing yards, six receiving yards. Uh, we're, uh, he's... I mean, I got to keep him on the squad. I have to keep him on the squad, but he's going to be sitting for a little while um, because I, uh, you just can't start Jets in fantasy right now. I was wrong about the Jets. I thought the, uh, Ad- you know, we always talk about the Adam Gase effect with other, when they when the players go to other teams, but uh, the Jets still look like an Adam Gase coach team. Um, C.D. Lamb could have been more, could have been bigger. Uh, again, he got tackled inside the one. Uh, he had another play uh, that's Curtis Wilson. I feel like his name's not Curtis. Maybe Albert? I don't think his name's Albert either. Uh, is his last name Wilson? Now I have no idea. I have no idea what his name is anymore. Um, anyway, uh, on that particular play, C.D. Lane was wide open in the end zone for a touchdown. So he could have had two touchdowns, ends up with zero. But he still has 66 receiving yards, 6.6 uh, points. Uh, he looks good out there. Um, I'm very happy with Mr. C.D. Lamb, 6.6, Dak, 20.12, Zeke, 23.6, and then our boy Pollard had 60 rushing yards, but, man, he went through a lot of stretches where you didn't know that Pollard existed. Um, I'm not sure how many plays he got last night, but he's. I think he plays 15 to 20%. Um, he rushed 11 times for 60 yards, so five over yard, five yards carry. Um, but... Pollard was not used much in the second half, capping his overall output. Um, Elliott's star present should usually limit Pollard upside. He's proven to be a valued contributor. So, yeah, Pollard's going to be, you know, he's going to be an all-time starter uh, from now on. That You know, he's my he's my RB2. We'll put him in that RB2 spot. Probably go with four wide receivers this week um, if we have a healthy Deontay, which I think we should. Uh, Robert Woods, man, ah, it's painful. Um I like both Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. I have a preference to Robert Woods and have for a long time. But, boy, is this pick not paying off. Robert Woods has 20 points through three weeks. Cooper Cup has 66 points non-PPR through three weeks. He's the number one wide receiver out there. I think I read that he's this is the eighth best start in history for fantasy through three weeks for 66 points. you, you got to think he can't keep that up. But at this point, Robert Woods, it's almost an impossible task for Robert Woods to catch up with Cooper Cup. Yeah, you know, you, you could have the Cooper Cup injury, uh, but even then, it would take five weeks for Robert Woods to uh, catch up to Cooper Cup's production if he's scoring 10 points a game. And I would happily take 10 points a game. He's not doing that right now. 33 receiving yards. Hunter Renfro, a, a last-minute addition to the squad. I think Saturday night is when I picked him up. Um, once Deontay was deemed out, 
I did not feel comfortable with having Marquez Callaway. Callaway! Still in the lineup, so I went searching for a wide receiver. Uh, I went with the dudes with the uh, most targets. That was Hunter Renfro and Braxton Berrios of the Jets. I couldn't get another Jet on the squad uh, naturally, so I went with Hunter Renfro, and it paid off. He had a touchdown catch, um, had some yards, uh, 77 receiving yards and a, and a touchdown for 13.7 points, my number one receiver of the week. Uh, Tony Pollard there was 6.5. Uh, you know, my kicker is going to get six to nine points most times, so there we go. Uh, nothing on the bench to uh, brag about. Uh, the, these guys are just there. Uh, Deontay and Michael Gallup are both injured. I'm down to two wide receivers and a bunch of backup running backs who are basically just there um, in case their starters get injured. That's their only purpose there. That's it. Uh, Terrace Marshall, 48 yards. He, he could get in the starting lineup this week. It's certainly possible. I'm not going to start... Uh, T. Johnson again. So Marshall, if Deontay does not return, could be a starting factor. That brings us to the number 10 squad of the week, the War Horses. I need to hurry it up here. I'm going a little long, but I think I do need to edit some stuff out there. Uh, the War Horses, real close game. Lost by 1.3 points to the cons. Uh, we had a couple real close, exciting matchups. I like it when that happens. Uh, the War Horses score 88.34. Uh, Justin Herbert went off. 30.84 points, four touchdowns against the Chiefs. Horrible defense. Uh, Monty Montgomery uh, didn't do well. 5.5 points. Mattinson, boy, that's why you get your handcuff, I'm telling you. You got to get your handcuff. I know it sucks for some people. But, man, if your starter's going to get out, it's instant work for your uh, for your handcuff. It works. I think the strategy makes sense. 17.1 points, 112 rushing yards, 59 receiving yards. Great game for Madison. Uh, Mike Evans, 106 yards, but no touchdowns. Kyle Pitts, man, struggling so far. He's a rookie. That's what rookies do. They struggle, and he's struggling out of the gate. 3.5 points. Chase Claypool, poor Steelers, man. Uh, Claypool right now I don't think is a good match with Big Ben. Claypool wants, needs to go deep to make his production. Uh, Big Ben is doing short to intermediate passes, which is good for Deontay and good for their running back who had 19 targets. Um, but uh, not good for Claypool. He's still at 96 receiving yards, um, but the the Steelers and poor Big Ben only put up 10 points overall. Uh, Van Jefferson, or maybe it's Vance, 42 receiving yards, not a great start there, 4.2 point. Boswell, only four points. The Ravens, only three. Seven points from your uh, kicker and your D. In a close game, you're going to lose. That's just the way it's going to go. I had to give my daughter more pasta. The girl is hungry. Why aren't you eating the spinach? The spinach is green. Eat that spinach. Eat the spinach. Eat the spinach. Eat the spinach. There you go. I'd give you some water, but you already threw it on the ground. Mm-hmm. So looking at the War Horse's bench, mm, not much. <laughs> Dalvin got the late drop. Uh, Jeremy McNichols got a touchdown in there. LaVisca Chenault, 4.8 points. Uh... Hollywood Brown, 5.3. I like the, the the chance of starting Jefferson with 4.2 over Hollywood Brown after what Hollywood Brown did last week. Interesting. Against the Lions defense? Okay, 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 okay. Anyway, that leads us to the number nine team. And boy, how sweet it is to be one and two. You know, good for the Adams, man. The Donks had another poor, they had a poor outing. They were hungover from the loss last week. And they just got worked by the Adams. The Adams put up the most points this week out of anybody with 
I wish we had some money for you, Adams. You know, collect $20 for being high point of the week. That'd be awesome, but we don't do that in this league uh, because I think most owners, managers can wipe their ass with $20 bills. So consistency across the board outside of Zach Pascal. Um, but Alvin Kamara uh, had a bounce back game, 17.8 points. Uh, took a chance with Teddy Bridgewater, didn't didn't pay off. Uh, Ryan Tannehill outscored him by 10 points. So could have had a much better week. I don't think you need to be giving up on Ryan Tannehill anytime soon. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill went for 21 uh, on the bench. Teddy Bridgewater gets 11.8. Chase Edmonds, uh, not much there, 7.5. Uh, Justin Jefferson went off. Vikings offense went off against that Seahawks D. 118 receiving yards and a touchdown. Zach Pascal didn't do much, 3.1. DJ Moore. Had a great game uh, on Thursday night with the Panthers. Uh, DJ Moore should get more work now that C-Mac is off for a few weeks. 12.6. Uh, DeAndre Swift, man, keeps getting receiving yards. That's going to be great for him with those touchdowns, 16.7 points. And the D, the defense and the kicker got 26 combined points. That's doing work. That's doing work. The Donks defense and kicker went for eight. So there, that's 18-point difference right there. Doing work. Good job by the Adams there. He's got Naheem Hines on the bench with 13.9. Mark Andrews had a nice game, 109 receiving yards. Freaking Manny Sanders over there with 21.4 points. Boy, he had some points. He had some guys he could have put in that lineup to get even more points. So a good week for the uh, the Adams to get off the schneid. Um and go to one and two. So congrats to the Adams. You know, he took he took the Vandy insults personally. Uh, Vandy did not take it personally. They went and got destroyed by Georgia, 62 to nothing. Uh, but the Adams were like, we are not the Vandy of the SEC. Fuck you, Will. And I, you know, I send my apologies. I was wrong about the Adams. They are not the Vandy. My daughter is fading out quickly, folks. We're going to have to speed this up. That leads us to our number eight team, my opponent for this coming week, uh, the Fort Smith Cons. Uh, they're a little inconsistent. They're a little inconsistent. It's possible they're the most inconsistent team out there right now as soon as I can find this matchup. So they went for, what, 115 in week one. They go for 60 in week two. Now, now they go for 90 in week three. So I'll take that 60 in week four cons. I will take it happily. Give it to me. Give it to me. I started Daniel Jones. I don't mind that. Daniel Jones is going to get his work in uh, with rushing. Um, looks like he had 40 rushing yards. That's That's good points to get from the quarterback. You're going to take that, and you're going to be happy with it. No touchdowns, but 266 passing yards. No in a, no uh, turnovers either. So 16.54 with no touchdowns is pretty impressive. Pretty good there. Mike Davis still trying to figure it out. Um, not quite there. Cord Patterson continues to be the lead guy in Atlanta as far as fantasy production is concerned uh, through three weeks. Mike Davis with seven points overall. Antonio Gibson. Uh, had a good week uh, based off of a 73-yard pass, which makes you think McKissick maybe doesn't have to be the uh, the wide receiver back all the time because uh, Antonio can take it to the house. He got, uh, what, 13.3 points on that particular play, 16.4 overall. Welcome back to Odell Beckham. Comes in and does Odell Beckham things, 77 receiving yards. Chris Godwin uh, had a rushing touchdown. Never mind Fournette. Never mind Ronald Jones. For, uh, Godwin gets the carry uh, inside the five. 13.6 points. Stefan Diggs still trying to figure it out. Hasn't broke out yet, which scares me for this week. Uh, Stefan Diggs had 62 receiving yards but no touchdowns in a game where Buffalo scores 43 points and has, I think, Josh Allen had five touchdowns. So it could have been more there. And again, Melvin Gordon looks good, man. 61 rushing yards, 21 receiving yards, uh, rushing touchdown. 
Denver with an easy victory, 26 to nothing. Coo, coo, coo. Scored six points. Had the game-winning field goal. Uh, but your defense and kicker only account for eight points overall. Not going to cut it. We'll take that again this coming week. Are you that tired? We'll, we're going to speed it up, folks. We're going to speed it up. Uh, falling back a few spots due to injuries. All right. We're actually going to take a pause. We're going to take a beat because the daughter, she's done eating. Oh, she looks just miserable. She looks so mad right now. She just... We're going to take a break to get back to the top seven. The playoff teams going into week four. Here you go. <laughs> so we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. We are going to the Applebee's. We are going to the Applebee's. We are going to the Applebee's. Gonna get real drunk at the Applebee's. Drinking Dollaritas at the Applebee's. Gonna get real shitty at the Applebee's. Gonna shit our pants after Applebee's. Drink a berry punch at the Applebee's. And get a fight at the Applebee's. Police will get called at the Applebee's. Gonna go to jail after Applebee's. Gonna have fun at the Applebee's. 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 Applebee's gonna have real fun at the Applebee's shrimp in a half shell diarrhea. And we're back to abundance of caution after a quick break. Had to put Pearl down for her afternoon nap. She went down quickly, ladies and gentlemen, like within eight minutes. She did stay up rather late last night. She usually goes to bed around 7.30. She stayed up late till 11 last night watching the Cowboys. My Cowboys stack. She did work. She's also trying to figure out exactly what's going on with the Donks uh, management team there. Uh, James Wheeler, she had issues there. Um, so she's out. She's she's tired. She was she was grumpy. So we're back. And boy, did it, I mean, it just smells like baby poop in the living room right now. I gotta may have to do some investigation, see what's going on there. We're talking about the seventh-ranked team. And then when I took a couple spots back, again, I really like the Lutes. Uh, AKA the Outlaws. I don't know why I keep calling them the Lutes, but I'm just going to go with it. Uh, the Lutes, uh, another running back injury, this time to the boy, C-Mac. He went down in a heap of pain, and Coach immediately took him out for the rest of the game. I mean, that was an immediate report. Like, got injured. Nobody knew what was happening. He was in the tent, came back from commercial break. Uh, the once awesome, sexy, most beautiful broadcaster in the world, Aaron Andrews. Uh, let us know that he's been deemed out the rest of the game. Ends up being a minor tweak of the hamstring, but we just don't know what that means as far as C-Mac and the Panthers. They are 3-0. Doesn't mean two to three games, or they're going to slowly let him get back into the, the game. Because when he's active, he's getting 30 touches a game. Um, but they say they're going to be cautious with him. And if they're 3-0 and you know they do have the Cowboys this week, unless they just go 3-0 you know, and 3 these next three games, they they can't afford to kind of ease them back into action. So, you know, the Outlaws will be anxious to get uh, C Mac back in the back in the lineup. He does not have C Mac's handcuff, which is Chuba Hubbard from Oklahoma State by way of Canada. Um, we'll see what Hubbard does this week. It'll be interesting. I'm going to go against Hubbard in his first action. I imagine the cons will be starting him. C-Mac had four points before the injury for the resurgent Panthers behind Matt Rule, who is Sam Pittman before Sam Pittman came along. Matt Rule did amazing things at Temple and Baylor. Mm. Now, now he's trying to do it at Carolina with the awesome Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator. Sam Darnold's looked really good uh, post-Gase. Uh, Jalen Hurts had a... a 
a weird game last night that the Eagles just opted not to run the ball. Um, it's an interesting game plan. I'm trying to go to the uh, box score uh, real quick. Um, so the box score here shows that Jalen Hurts was 25 of 39 for 326, two touchdowns, two costly interceptions. Um, he was also the leading rusher, nine attempts, 35 yards. Freaking Miles Sanders had two rushes for 27 yards. Kenneth Gainwell had one rush for two yards. I mean, that's just awful. 12 rushes versus 39 attempts. Weird, really, really strange. Um, did you know Corey Clement was with the Cowboys? I had no idea until last night. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Nuts. Uh, anyway, Miles Sanders, even with two rushes, ended up with 5.5 points, but that's not what you want from a starting running back, especially if C-Mac is out. Uh, 27 rushing yards. Adam D hooked on a Thielen. That's not how that song goes at all. But he had a receiving set touchdown again. Uh, the, the, the Vikings offense are doing work. And they get their first win, 11 points for Thielen. Darren Wallen, Waller, the baller, uh, only 54 receiving yards and a 31-point output for the Raiders. Debo, coming back to the uh, reality a little bit, 52 receiving yards. Devin Singletary didn't do much, 26 rushing yards and a Bills 43-point romp. Uh, Butker uh, got his six points. The Browns got 13, so 19 points from your uh, field goal in, in defense. That's fine. Um, on the bench, not a lot there, which is you know what we're seeing everywhere. Uh, Jeff Wilson not playing. Uh, Kay Osborne for the Vikings didn't do anything. Kay Hamler for the Broncos, I think, got injured. Uh, G. Davis for the Bills, 2.3. Jalen Rigor, 5.3. Fournette. I mean, the, the Bucks just don't have a rushing offense right now, which makes me wonder, why do they not just give Kashawn Vaughn the ball? Just you, you. We now know what you have with Fournette and Ronald Jones, and it's not enough to give Tom Brady and uh, Brian Leftwich any, any hint of confidence. So put Kashawn Vaughn in the game and let's see what he does. Shit. Stop fucking around. And then Jacoby Myers had nine receptions for 9.4 yards. So uh, Outlaws falling back a little bit, one and two. I still have them as one of the top three teams, but actually I don't anymore. I don't. They're one and two. They're, they're seventh. I'm just going to take back what I just said. They're not one of the top three teams as their roster currently stands with our injured C-Mac in. Uh, most hurt being out for the rest of the season. Uh, they're going to have to do some scrambling now to get this uh, roster back up to where it belongs. I think 73.24 is going to be a momentary relapse. They should get back to the 80s and 90s and they're above. But for this week, the con, the Lutes are the number seven team. That leads us to the number six team. The Donks uh, had an 83.6 week. Uh, 83.6 point week. Uh, still trying to get back to reality uh, from that miracle in NWAF Monday Night Football game uh, versus the Oats the previous week. The door just slammed. Pearl is not moving, so she's good. Mm. Mahomes with another two interceptions. You really don't want that from Mahomes, but he still scored 22.9 points. Three passing touchdowns, 45 rushing yards, 260 passing yards. Chiefs, uh, again, they're 1-2. and two. They should be 0-3. K. Hunt uh, did work, 21.5. 81 rushing yards, a touchdown, 74 receiving yards. That's doing work, 155 yards total for, I believe, what was a fifth-round pick. Derrick Henry did work, 16.4 points. No touchdowns, but you'll take 16.4. Um, and then the struggle area. And, boy, is it a struggle area. Uh, three starting receivers combined for 39 yards. 
That is 3.9 points. DJ Chark did have more than all three of them at 49 receiving yards and a touchdown, so 10.9 there. You'll take it. Um, A.J. Brown's going to be out. Uh, has the same injury as McCaffrey. And looking at the bench, I guess you put Pittman in there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you have to put Pittman in there because you don't have another wide receiver. Mm. So I'm, I'm throwing – I'll give James Deontay Johnson – for one of these running backs, preferably Henderson, Deontay Johnson, put it out there, take him, give me, give me Henderson, let me right my wrong, make it happen, make it happen, Gavin. So Quentin, uh, Quint, is his name Quintez, Quintez, Quentin, Quez, Quin, Quintez, Quintez, Cephas, both Cephas, uh, zero point eight yards. Uh, Devontae Smith, 2.8. A.J. Brown, Hurt, 0.3. I think I already said all this, so 83.6 points. Not a good week for the Donks. Uh, they, they need help at the wide receiver spot. They need some help. Um, and that, you know, the, that two-draft strategy of taking the two top defenses out there, uh, they combined for five points over the weekend. Two for the Steelers versus the Bengals, and three for the Rams versus the uh, the tough, tough Bucks. So that wasn't a surprise. But that Steelers only getting two after what Joe Burrow did the previous week. Very surprising. Uh, that leads us to our number five team, which last week was number one. But then they ran into Clutch City. How sweet it is to be one and two. The dudes followed a two and one. Not a good week. I asked them to come down to my level. They obliged. I thanked them very much. Uh, starter James White hurt his hip, had 0.6 points. Najee, 19 targets. Ridiculous. 19 targets. Only had 40 yards on the ground, but 102 receiving yards uh, for 14.2 point week. Um, everybody else after that didn't didn't come. They, they didn't do anything. Oh, fuck. Justin Tucker, uh, four field goals of 39-50-32, and then an NFL record of 66. What the fuck was that? 16 points. I guess I just, I'm not going to say anything about the kicker this week. 16 points. That's very good. It's glad. I'm glad we have the kicker uh, position here available for everybody. 16 points is great. It's super. Uh, the Bills defense only had seven points. Uh, 23 combined, though. I mean, Justin Tucker did enough for both to be fine. Uh, King Drake uh, overshadowed by Peyton Barber, which is not a good look for King Drake, quite frankly. Travis Kelsey with 104 receiving yards. Kenny Galladay. Uh, thankfully, he did not have a revenge game in mind versus his former team, Clutch City. And so, Galladay only had 6.4 uh, points, 64 receiving yards. Sutton came down, back down to earth, uh, 37 receiving yards. Um, let's take a look. So, 82.54, not the week you're looking for. Um, nothing on the bench. A bunch of zeros. Five zeros on the bench. Aguiar had 1.7, and Mr. Kirk had 104 receiving yards. So, one bright spot there. Um, really fierce bench battle between the clutch and the and the dudes. Fourteen point seven to twelve point one. That is work. <laughs> oh man, I love fourteen team leagues. Let's let's get two more guys in the league. Let's just make it more more difficult. Sixteen sixteen teams. Let's let's up the draft to eighteen rounds. Let's just have some fun. Let's have some fun. Fuck free agency and the waiver wire fab. Whatever you want to do. Sixteen teams. Eighteen rounds. Let's go. Let's go. That brings us to our top four for the week. 
Um, and all these dudes are uh, two and one now. The dudes are two and one. The Oats are number four team of the week. Uh, they do move up a spot or two, I think, in the rankings. Maybe. Uh, they may have been four last week. No, they weren't. We had four undefeated. No, they were one of the undefeated teams, so I think I had them second. So they actually fall back a couple spots, now that I have it correctly. They scored 92.82. Uh, basically came down to... I'm trying to see what the uh, projections were. Started Rondell Moore. Didn't work out. Rookie wide receivers, man. You just never know. Uh, he was projected at 8.4, and it looks like Kittle was projected to 8.0. Um... So I guess it makes sense. Um, but Kittle scored 10.1 uh, to Rondell Moore's 0.4. That's a difference of 9.7. I don't know the math. I think you would have won with 9.7. Is that right? <laughs> 9.7 plus 92.82 is 102.52. Yes. Oh, man, that would have been a hell of a game. A hell of a game between the Oats and the Akbars. They would have won at the Aaron Jones again on Sunday Night Football if you start George Kittle there. Um, but he didn't. Uh, and so the Oats lost, and they fell back a couple spots in the rankings to number four. Uh, Josh Allen balled out 37 points, four touchdowns, so a rushing touchdown. Aaron Jones had another great game, 82-14 in 14 for 96 yards, uh, rushing touchdown. Chris Carson, who he now has on the block, had a good game, 80 rushing yards, a touchdown uh, for 14 points. TJ Hawkinson let you down with only one point. Uh, Cord Patterson, you know, still doing work, 82 receiving yards this week, only 20 rushing yards, um, but it's good to have a, another running back there. Positioned as a wide receiver tight end uh, for 10.2. He was the uh, the number one receiver for the squad. And actually, the I mean, these receivers had just as difficult time as some of the others. Hawkinson with 10 yards. Rondell Moore with 4 yards. Tyson Williams uh, against the Lions. Again, a, a, an opportunity to smash. And only had 22 rushing yards. Nothing more. I think he got out carried uh, by uh, that fuckface, uh, La Murray, La Murray, Latavius Murray. Um, Evan McPherson, the Panthers combined for 12. Again, I did state uh, to me what the difference of the game was going to be was uh, the Panthers versus Brandon Cooks. I said if Cooks could get plus 10 and um, and Panthers do get under 10, I'm giving the uh, the nod to the Akbars. But if we turned it around, then I'm giving the nod to the Oats. Um, Brandon Cooks outscored the Panthers 11.7 to 6 there for the Akbars. So, um, tough, tough, tough loss. Um, could have been a lot closer with just a different start. Start sits, start sits decisions can always be difficult. Can always be difficult, especially when they're projected right around the same. And this one costs the Oats, and that should hurt their coaching rating. And that makes no sense to anybody, but uh, it's always fun to look at. That brings us to number three team, the Akbars, just doing work week in, week out. 102.1 points. Uh, Akbars state that they don't research, then gave like a 10-minute description of what exactly it is they do um, when it comes to drafting. Uh, so cool. Uh, Akbars did fine. Matt Stafford, who I kind of wanted on the squad, I was hoping to get a Matt Stafford-Dak combo. Didn't quite work out. Um, to the victor goes the spoil. Is that the word? To the spoils go the victor. I don't know. I don't know what the phrase is. Something about to the spoil. One man's trash, but he wasn't my trash though. I, I wanted him. He was gonna be my one man's one man's treasures. What happened there is I wanted Stafford. I think I got Dak in round five. I wanted to get Stafford in round six, but I think Brad. I'm pretty sure Brad got him in round six before I could. 
I think that's what happened. And so if it would have came to me in round six, I was I was going back-to-back quarterbacks there, um, Dak and Stafford. I would have been happy. Um, and I also wanted, you know, I wanted Henderson, but I fucking went with Deontay instead. So I was trying to get a Cowboys-Rams stack. I think I've already said this. Um, looks like it would have been a good, good plan. And it didn't work. Uh, Matt Stafford. What I'm trying to say is Matt Stafford had a baller game against Tom Brady. Four touchdown passes. I'm sure all of them with the Cooper Cup. 343 receiving yards. Nick Chubb had a decent game. 84 yards, no touchdowns. Damian Harris did not have a good game. Again, the, the Patriots are awful. They just have no offense. And Mac Jones, for reasons unknown, threw 51 times against the Saints. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I, the, the Patriots and the uh, Tom Brady's play each other this Sunday night. That's going to be, I'm sure, if you watch sports things and you listen to sports things, that's probably all the talk, all the rage this coming week. I I don't think it's going to be a good game. I just don't. I think the I think the Bucks are going to toy with the Patriots. It's Tom Brady versus Mac Jones. I mean, Tom Brady's going to win that matchup by a lot. Keenan Allen, uh, 11 points, but he's taking a back seat to Mike Williams. Uh, so it'll be interesting how this plays out the rest of the season. Brandon Cooks, uh, as long as he stays healthy, man, he's going to go off every single game. And it you may have to wait until like mid-fourth quarter before he does go off, but it's going to happen. CJ Metcalf finally had a, a great game, 16.7 points. Uh, Marvin Jones... 62 receiving yards for 6.2. McManus, 14. Patriots, only three, but you get 17 points combined. Fucking McManus. More like... That not make any sense. Four field goals, two extra points for McManus. I, I think a lot of field goals are going to happen with McManus with uh, Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback for Denver Broncos. So just keep going there. Matt Ryan, not much on the bench, man. Kind of with the common theme here. Uh, McKissick, 3.8. Ron, whatever his name is, Stevenson, uh, rookie, zero points. Marlon Mack was inactive. Noah Fant, 1.5. You can only eat one Pringle, only had one point, so he can certainly do the Pringle challenge. Ronald Jones, not a factor, 1.1. But their starting lineup gets them the number three ranking for the week. Akbar's 2-1. Behind the two undefeated teams, who I, I said last week they were the worst undefeated teams, and they went out and won both games. Handily by scoring over 100 points each. So good job to both the Flatulence and the Toads. You can put them as 1A, 1B. I'm going to go ahead and say number two is the Flatulence. I mean, you know, as we, uh, you know, my shock that Milkman doesn't just have Milkman's name here. Um, instead, it says S. Hedrick, which I guess is his real name. Uh, the Flatulence are just doing work, man. 106.48 points. I think that's number two for the week behind the Adams. Tom Brady. You know, the, the Bucks didn't look good, but 432 passing yards, rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown, 28.68 points. Saquon had a nice game uh, for the awful Jason Garrett-led Giants, 15.4. CEH had a rough week um, after his disappointing output in week two. So people are starting to doubt some CEH. He went out and had 14.9 points. Alice Cooper, uh, 2.6 points. Uh, other people call him Amari and not Alice. Um, Amari's uh, struggled in week two and three um, since he just balled out in week one. Um, I need to look to see what we have between Amari and my boy C.D. Lamb because the flatulence smartly uh, took the receivers I didn't take. So 
as we know. Uh, Sterling Shepard, I think he got hurt, so if only 1.6. Cooper Cup is just gross right now. Jamal Williams, is. I think he's doing work every single week, right? 12.7 points there. Um, defense and kicker only scored nine. Looking to see Jamal Williams real quick. He's got 33 points on the season, and Swift is having a great season as well. 17 and a bad week, too, against his former team, 3.7 and 12.7. But 17 and 12.7, two out of three weeks. Come on now. Take that for Jamal Williams. That's great. Uh, Greg the leg, five extra points. Wasn't needed for field goals. He missed an extra point, um, and the Raiders didn't do much on defense. Uh, looking at the bench, James Conner over there had two rushing touchdowns on the bench. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, good pickup, but you're going to have to be real patient with him. Logan Thomas had a uh, touchdown and a fumble for 8.2 points. But, yeah, I mean, there's enough there. The flatulence are going to be issues. It's going to be issues. I think I play him in week five, so mm, that makes the cons game a must win for me. I don't want to be one and three going against the flatulence to be one and four. Certainly don't want that. Let's get to be two and two. That brings us to our number one team for the week. Um, and we should mention, I need to look at the pictures. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the Flatulence picked 12th. And let's let's take a look. We got, we got to take a look. Draft results. The Toads select 13th, right? All right. Question becomes, um, damn it! I don't know who picked where. I want they—they they both picked in the bottom four, right? Because the Toads selected Austin Eckler or Joe Mixon. Now I need to look at the board. Now I want to look at the draft board. Our number one team is the Chub Toads: um, Eckler, Mixon, Miles Gaskin, Tyler Lockett. Uh, Jamar Chase is doing work. A-Rod, obviously, quarterbacking, doing work. Juju Smith-Schuster is okay. Jalen Waddle, uh, he had like 11 receptions for 55 yards, which is horrendous. Uh, Michael Thomas, you can keep holding on to him since you're going to keep on winning. Let me go. Let me go. Let's let's go back to what you did for the week. Um, so the Toads, where are you at? The Chubbs, 102 points for the week. Uh, I was uh, projected at 100, so right there is projection. A-Rod under 20, but 18.4. Mixon with 9.4. Gaskin with 7.4. Lockett only had 3.1. Juju only had 2.5. But there's Jamar Chase. Austin Eckler with 35 combined points. Uh, plus your fucking kicker, Matt Gay. God damn it. 10 points. Why was Matt Gay the 19th ranked kicker? Somebody explain how the dude in the top five offense can be the 19th ranked kicker. So what has Matt Gay done in? Three weeks, he scored 30 points. Of course he has. 11 in week one, 9 in week two, 10 in week three. That's an auto nine every single week. Ugh, fucking Ben. That's okay. Uh, Broncos scored 16. So 26 points from your, your kicker and D. Uh, you're going to win a lot of games that way. Um, Derek Carr over there on the bench, outscoring A-Rod. Uh, not much else going on there, just like everybody else. Latavius Murray had 2.8. Sammy Watkins had 6.8. McCole Hardman did get a touchdown for 9.5. Gage, 0. Michael Thomas injured. Jalen Waddle, 58 points. Our receiving yards, like I said, that was off of 10 receivings. Nope, 10 receptions. So let me see if I can find the picture of our draft board to kind of do... Hmm. 
where we're at. I just want to look at round one. We'll look at round one this week, um, and we'll see if we can do some other. We'll, we'll look at round two tomorrow, I think. Let me see if I can find the draft board real quickly. Got to look through all these pictures, uh, multiple pictures of Gio Bernard's mustache. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's the draft board. Okay. So uh, my number four pick, Zeke, is currently number four running back. We'll take that. Uh, let's see here. Allentown Akbar's number seven. Nick Chubb is the number three running back. Obviously, that's good. Um, the Chubb Toads, uh, who, they, they take, uh, Joe Mixon first. They did the Chubb, oh, so the Chubb Toads drafted 13th. The Flashlands drafted 12th, which tells me I should have just stayed at the 11th spot. Never know with the shit. Uh, but anyway, the Chubb Toads with Mixon has the number 11 running back, which is right, basically where he was picked. Um, the War Horses took Dalvin. He had a week off due to injury, so he's now the number 19 running back. That's not what you want to see. Uh, the Donks took Derrick Henry at three or at two. At two, he's the number one running back in fantasy, so that's good. The Dudes took Najee at, what, number 10. He's currently running back 14. That's a little lower than you want to be, but that's okay after three weeks. Uh, the Cons took Antonio Gibson as their number one running back. He's currently the number 15 running back, selected at 14, so right at value. The Flatulence, they took Saquon Barkley as their number one running back. He's currently number 26, so you're hurting right there. You know, he took CEH number two at the 17th pick. He's currently number 27 running back. But you got Cooper Cup on the squad, so and you got Tom Brady on the squad. You got the number one wide receiver and the number one quarterback, so hmm, there you go, Flatulence. Good work. Um, Holland Oates took Aaron Jones at what number? What is that? Four, five, six, seven, eight. And he's currently the number two running back based off his uh, outburst last week. So good to go there. Um, great pick at the eight spot. Chris Carson, number nine running back. Um Zach Moss, number 21 running back, even with a week off. Okay, the hash brownies went, I think they went Devontae Adams at number one there at the nine spot. He's currently the number 10 wide receiver. Certainly want that to improve. That's not what you want for Devontae. Is he really the number 10 wide receiver? Okay. That's crazy. So not quite working out there. It's why the hash brownies, one of the reasons why they're one and two. Uh, Mulberry took Jonathan Taylor at number five, and he's currently the number 30 running back. And that explains why Mulberry is down at one and two in the 13th best team in the league. Actually, the, actually, strike that. Mulberry is number 14 and zero and three, so I apologize. Sin City went Tyreek Hill number one at the 11th spot. Currently wide receiver number 17. Not good. Springfield Adams uh, went with uh, Kamara at his number one spot. What was that? Pick number uh, six. He's currently number 12 running back, so you definitely want that to, to move up the charts. He does have the number seven running back in DeAndre Swift, so that's good. Just need Kamara to pick it up. Uh, the Outlaws obviously went with C-Mac, number one overall. He's currently number five and injured, so that's disappointing. And that's our, that's our first round review. Um, so that's all we got 
for our week three review tomorrow at some point, hopefully. I do have a day off, but I have a hard time of recording on Wednesday. But we'll try to get our shit together uh, with the week four a look ahead, matchups, uh, projections, um, picks, and then see what the hell is going on with the waiver wire. Let me just take a look. Let me just take a look at the running backs available on the waiver wire. Let's let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got. Week four projection. Let's just do running back, wide receiver, tight ends. Week four projections. Who are our top guys? Here we go. Here we go. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Uh the number one running back is seventeenth in projected points this week. So where we're at for number two. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. 31 is where running back two is at. So 17 and 32. Two running backs in the top 32. 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42. 43 is where running back three is at. And 45 is where running back four is at. So good luck as always. I saw a whole bunch of tight ends. Uh, just all over the place. Two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine of the top 11 projected points for free agents in week four here are tight ends. And so we know how that's going to go. And good luck to everybody um, on the waiver wire or your free agency if you wake up at 2 o'clock to pick up free agents. Let's go. Let's do it. Enjoy your Tuesday. Happy Wednesday. We'll talk soon. Goodbye. Oh, you've uh, listened to Abundance of Caution. I am your host, Will I Am. I am Will. Have a good rest of your day. Goodbye. Box wine, box wine, box wine, box wine, box wine, box wine.